Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Vessalatu vesselamu ala Resulillah ve ala alihi ve ashabihi ve men valah amma ba'du. Assalamu alaikum ve rahmetullahi ve barakatuhu everybody. Um, today we're going to uh, do something different. We're going to switch it up a little bit. Usually we talk about, you know, community issues and things like that. Um, but today we're going to uh, kind of look at, uh, you know, the experience of a, a good brother and friend of mine, uh, Abu Mustafa Ali Muhammad, um, and his journey about how he became Muslim and his, his life story, inshallah ta'ala. Um, and what are some benefits that we can use? You know, his experience may be something that resonates with a lot of our experiences, right? Brother, how you doing? MashaAllah, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. I'm good, I'm good. MashaAllah. Um, so, we're going to get right into it. The first question that I have for Brother Ali Muhammad is, what was life like for you before you became Muslim? Uh, okay. rajim. Uh, so yeah, um, life. <clears throat> you said what was life like be- before, before I became, became Muslim? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just want to be sure. Okay. Um, <clears throat> life before I became Muslim was um, it was interesting. Um, uh, I went through, you know. Um, Quite a few ups and downs. Okay. Um, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah for everything. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, Allah So, um, I wasn't born Muslim, of course. Um, my and my mom, you know, she she wasn't really religious either. Um, my dad was sort of religious too, but um, basically, I was I was brought up in a Christian upbringing. Okay, upbringing. Um, are you are you from Minnesota, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, alhamdulillah, okay, sure. I mean, yeah, I'm from Minnesota, born okay. and raised. Okay. Um, I moved. I moved around a little bit, though. I moved to California for some time, mm. so I lived there for. Shout a few out! Years. Shout out yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You lived out there too, right? So I, I was born and raised in okay. San Diego. Okay, California. yeah. Mashallah. Yeah, my yeah, sister lived in San Diego. Alhamdulillah. I lived in L.A. for a little bit. Okay. Well. But yeah, <clears throat> um, I grew up. I grew up in a Christian upbringing. Um, alhamdulillah, I went to I went to church um, as a as a child as a um, a youth. Um, all throughout elementary school, um, I was I was went to Sunday school. Of mm-hmm. course, I was in the choir, stuff like that. I sang, okay. I sang in the so choir. So you were you you were really putting it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. All I was time for the church yeah, day. Yeah, I was just. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, mashallah I um, I grew up like that. Just um, I mean, I wasn't um. You know, a perfect Christian boy. Okay. But I, I mean, I thought I was Christian. You know what I mean? Um, I never was baptized or anything like that. Mm. Um, but like I said, I used to go um, basically with my auntie and you know different family members, different people throughout the family. I would, I would go to church on Sunday. And um, my mom, she wasn't really religious, but she always sent me, you know, to church. And okay. She always told me to, you know, have faith and you know treat others the way I wanted to be treated. You know okay. what I mean? So, pretty good upbringing. Um, as as I was in elementary and things like that, but 
um, things started to take a turn once I once I got a little bit older, of course, as they um, do. As they do, absolutely. So um, I, when I got in junior high, um, I wrestled. I was on a wrestling team. I played baseball for like ten years. So I was into sports and stuff like that. Okay. But um, I ended up kind of, you know, getting getting involved in, you know, the street life. Some troubles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once I got like in eighth grade, and then ninth grade came, it it really took off a little bit. And then um, as the years progressed, um, so did you know my um, and me indulging in you know the street life. Okay. Um, so I got, I guess, I guess as you would say, I got further. I was getting further away from. Um, you know what I was what I was brought up to believe you know what I mean okay. um, I wasn't really worried about church anymore I wasn't really worried about you know um, I still had my faith you know what I mean I, I, only, yeah. I only believed in one God I knew that Jesus wasn't God you know what I mean okay. peace be upon him is this, is this what you believed like even as a, a child as a child yeah um I had a lot of a lot of, a lot of books with the with the Bible stories, but mm -hmm. they were really like the stories of the prophets. Yeah, yeah Peace yeah. be upon them. Yeah. Um, and I read them as a child, and um, it's just I guess my fitra, you know, my fitra inside of me, told me that the pictures that I was looking at when I was in you know these churches and stuff like that. Of course, this yeah. is a man, so I I knew that God wasn't a man. You right, know, it's right, just a yeah. natural instinct that we all have inside correct, of us. We correct. know that we know that you know, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is not a human being. So. Um, so, you know, I guess deep down inside, Alhamdulillah, I've always been a Muslim. Okay. You know what I mean? I just, in that sense. In that, in that sense. You know what I mean? And believing in the oneness of, of God and, and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, my life was, it was, you know, um, it took a turn once I got in high school. Um, I kind of got, you know, I don't want to expose too many of my sins. You know what I mean? No, no, but no. We don't. I kind of got involved in, you know, <laughs> some gangs and... I was hanging around the wrong people. Um, why, why, why do you think you you found that kind of life to be attractive? Like, what what, <clears throat> what do you think, looking back in in hindsight, like what do you think um, it was that made that sort of life attractive to you at the time? I'll be <clears throat> completely honest. What made it what made it attractive to me was um, everybody was doing it. Mm. Um, <clears throat> my some of my family members, I won't really mention too many of who they were, but yeah. like the men in my family, let's just okay. say that the men in my family were, um, you know, involved in, you know, the streets and um, the music that I listened to, um, of course, was a big, big influence. Um, which Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen I don't listen to music anymore Alhamdulillah I just oh, listen to man. Quran SubhanAllah those days right yeah MashaAllah so yeah um, that 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 was a big influence the music um, the movies what what you watch on TV now I understand why all this stuff is haram you okay. know, it can be haram in, in, a, in one way or another yeah um, but yeah the music is a was a big influence the movies um, you know every movie that you see with, with you know people of color in it um they're either usually drug dealers or gang bangers or pimps like or prostitutes yeah. or you know what i mean yeah. so they're you know they're um they're they're pushing this stuff on you know certain groups of people and um they're glorifying this 
this type of behavior. The entertainment you know I mean? industry. The entertainment music, industry, movies. yes. It, absolutely. The music videos, the cars, the clothes, the money. And then also, too, women. Women mm. women had a really big influence on it as well because, you know, everybody, you uh, know, you, along, you want the girls, you know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, and I, when, I, when I was a young kid, I was like, you know, I guess a handsome young boy, and I was like, you know, I was, of course, interested in, in women, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, well, interested in girls, I should say, because I was right. a boy myself, but, um, you know, you want girls to like you. And um, they're like, they're like they the like bad the boys. bad boy. Yeah, they they like, like the, the bad, bad boy. boy. Always you, the bad boy. You know what I mean? So at that time, it was <laughs> just like, it was just like, I was being good. I was being good for such a long time. I was being well behaved and I was doing the right thing for so long. But it seemed like it wasn't getting me the results that uh, I was looking for. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. The girls was always liking the, you know, the bad boys or, you know, the the outcasts. You know what I mean? So, like, pretty soon, I guess, over time, that's what, you know, that's what I I thought. I had this idea in my head that, that that's I thought that that's how I had to be mm. in order to, I guess, get the certain attention that I was looking for. Yeah. So I was looking, you know, I was looking for love in, in all the wrong places. Right. Um, I was looking for the wrong type of attention. Right. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it got me in. It got me in some trouble. You know what I mean? Um, unfortunately. Well, so, alhamdulillah. So, you know? so, so I remember in the conversation we had recently, yeah. you mentioned some of the gangs in my neighborhood as growing up. I'm like, how do you even know about that <laughs> stuff? Because I used to live in California. Oh, so how long? And then my sister, she lived in San Diego. Okay. Yeah, she lived. Which, in, which part? She lived in Mira Mesa. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Mira Mesa. That's, that's, that's what. Uh, okay, we know yeah. Mira Mesa. Yep, she lived in Mira Mesa. The, yeah. the suburbs, but yeah. but a lot of suburbs from the from from the cities mm-hmm. got to Mira Mesa. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I know all the reasons that you're talking about are just the reasons that anybody who's in the gang life mm-hmm. would mention them. Yeah, you know, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. You know, you have to. You know. It's like you can probably get girls without going to gangs and without dealing with drugs. Absolutely. But if you do those things, then it maximizes your results. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And this is, la tabi'u khutawati shaitan. Allah says in the Quran, do not follow the footsteps of shaitan. Mm. And the footsteps in sh- of shaitan are gradual. Mm. They're one step after. The, uh, it just doesn't go take you straight there. Yeah, he's cunning. Right. Yeah, so first you grew up as a kid with some Christian morals and values. Mm. Then you got older and you realized that people around you were doing a certain thing. You're like, well, I think this is what's going to get me that thing. Absolutely. So then you um, probably excelled in that sort of life. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things that you have to do. Uh, gang members... What, what's what's the what's the average characteristic of gang members? Is you have to be arrogant. Mm-hmm. You have to be pri- you have a lot of pride. Mm-hmm. Like this cup of cuz and all this yeah. stuff. You, know, yeah. you got you got to run up on people, do things yeah, that absolutely. if you were outside of that environment, you would look at yourself. What the hell am I doing? Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like what was I even thinking? Right? Yeah, I so. look I look back at it a lot, and I, f- I feel like that a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, it's, it's amazing, you know, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, you know, um, how far he has he has brought me, yeah. you know what I mean? And just by his mercy, by his rahmah alone, yeah. I've been able to, you know, um, overcome a lot of struggles that a lot of my friends were not able to overcome. Mm, um, you know, they fell victim to, you know, the gun or fell victim to, you know, drugs or, or jail. to jail, you know what I mean? And, 
just you know the streets just is you know just taking them completely over. It will 100 percent I mean? consume you because it's just spiritually a lot of assassinated. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's just spiritually assassinated. Many, uh, them. Uh, uh, you know, temptations that it, it will consume you spiritually. Absolutely. Right? To to the point where, like, your whole soul, soul is dark. Mm. Like, there's just void. Yeah. Right. And so this is why we said Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillah for guiding us to this way. Yeah, and if he did not guide us, then we would be definitely astray. Yes, we would be lost for sure. Lost. For sure. So fast forwarding to when you did become Muslim, what was that? Okay. When was that? What was that like? Talk uh, to us. What made you become Muslim? <sighs> um, yeah. Man, I know. That's, yeah. That's a really good question, like? but um <laughs> oh, man, so many different things. Um, so many different things. Okay. Um the truth, mm-hmm. for one, okay. you know what I mean. First and foremost, the haq, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. That that's what what wow. definitely got me right there. You know what I mean? Because um, you can only ignore the truth for, so, for long, so long. You know what I mean? And then like, I guess the the let me let me put it like this. Okay, I I had some as a child. Um, I mean, as as a as a teen, as a as a young teen, um, I had. A few, a few Muslim friends, but you know when you're when you're young, when you're about 13, 14, 15, you know, mm-hmm. you don't really talk to your friends that much about religion. Right. You know what I mean? So I had I had some Muslim friends. You know what I mean? So I, I guess I've always had a good relationship with you know um, the Muslims. You know, right. um, even when I was when I was a teenager. Um, but what ultimately led me to Islam was. Um, the more I learned about it, I guess I I okay. Let's just I don't know. It's hard to it's hard for me to start because now that I am where I am, I look back and I see all the signs that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala gave me. So I seen like how He led me to Islam. Mm. So, but what what I can say what what officially officially led me to Islam was um, the truth and beauty of it. Mm. Um, and I guess I want to say. What okay? What led me to Islam was I got in some trouble. Okay, let's just say okay, that. Okay, let's talk about. Let's that. just say that. Yeah. Let's just make it easy. Okay. okay? Um, and I, I okay. I already was. I was already fasting and like I was interested in becoming Muslim, but I hadn't took an, the initiative yeah, that okay. I needed to take. I didn't. Okay. I didn't take that first step towards Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. I mean, I did because I was fasting and I was. I was trying to get away from the life that I was living. Right. But I was. By the time I started to begin to do that, I was up to my eyes in it. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah. I say I'm knee, I'm knee deep, knee deep in, it. in it. Some people be like, I'm waist deep waist in deep. it. Bro, I was. I was up to my eyebrows, eyebrows in it. Yeah, I was I was pretty heavily deep into it, so it was hard for me to just get out of it. Yeah. So, you know, I got into some trouble. Um I prayed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, you know, basically to get me out of it. Mm. You know what I mean? Which he did immediately. Okay. You know Asha what I mean? Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. And um he came to my aid, and when I when I when I got out of the trouble, yeah, I I I made a promise to him that I was going to make an attempt to change my ways and you know get closer to him. Right. So when I got out of this trouble, um, I went to the masjid. Mm. Um, and I ended up. Uh, it was it was during Ramadan actually. 
2018. Subhanallah. Mashallah, Allah. So it was yeah, it's done on uh, Ramadan t- 2018. Um, 1440, okay. if you want to be technical, <laughs> uh, after Hijrah. A, a lot of us <laughs> still don't know the uh, the dates, the, the, yeah. the, you know, the yeah. Islamic dates, and even the year, if you ask them, they won't know what the yeah. year is. It's important. right? It's important for us to really uh, polish up on those things. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's as a part of our religion. That's how we determine ibadah and a lot of things. So. Yeah. That's when you know when you know when to fast, when to fast the white days, and the white days. You know what I mean? That's when Ramadan. You know Hajj. what I mean? You can't you can't know when Ramadan is if you're not following the Islamic Islam calendar. calendar exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, Alhamdulillah. Um, so yeah, you came was, to the masjid. Then what? I went. I came to the masjid on my own accord. Nobody forced me to. Nobody talked me into it. Okay. Nobody. Nothing. When I when I got out of that trouble, you know what I'm saying? I made a promise to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala that I was going to, you know take that step and do that you right. know what I mean um, so I, I came to the masjid and it was during it was during Ramadan um, and they they welcomed me with open arms mm-hmm. and they were like really interested in like you know what made me you know make this yeah. choice to come yeah. to the masjid and um, I, I talked with them I talked with a lot of the brothers and um, I had iftar with them and okay. they fed Inshallah. me good and um, they were like teaching me like about how to you know how to pray like you you break your fast with the dates with the water and whatnot because um, it's sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Alayhi salatu wasalam. So um, I did that and um, I just I, I was I was interested you know and I became more and more interested and I got more and more serious. Like be- curious too. Because. Um, after after that, I t- it it took a turn where you know like of course when I went to the masjid I I kept my promise to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, <laughs> but I was still I was still like I said I was pretty deep into mm, into yeah, what I was yeah, involved in. So when I left the masjid, it was right back to the phone. Uh-huh. It was right back to you know the streets. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like it wasn't just that easy for me to just get away from it like yeah, that. No, you know? that's not, that's not. So I kind of got sucked right back into, you know what I'm saying, the the situation that I was kind of in. But I I took that initiative step right there. So Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala was with me. Um but unfortunately I fell victim, you know, to the same type of life that I was kind of living before I had got in that trouble. And um, I ended up kind of, you know, getting even deeper into it, mm. right? Oh, my God. Subhanallah. So, okay, now, what made me get serious about Islam? Yeah. That's what that's what led me to Islam. Okay. But what made me get serious, serious about, about Dean? Right. What made me... And practicing. What made me, yeah, what made me start practicing... Um, because a year went by. Okay. A, a year after that happened, about a year went by, and I wasn't really practicing like how I should have been. Okay. But I was like preparing myself to begin to practice. I went and bought a whole bunch of books. Okay. I went and bought my kamis and like you know yeah. my musala and yeah. every the things that I needed because I was like kind of preparing to like get away from this life and like turn towards Islam, towards mm-hmm. towards Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and His yeah. Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So, um. During the midst of all this, um, I had a woman who I was dealing with. Mm. Um, we weren't married. Okay. It's haram relationship. In Allah, wa in Allah, Rajum. May Allah forgive me. Allah, I mean, Yes, I mean. All of us. 
But uh, she was okay. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just keep it raw. Can I keep it real, brother? Keep it raw. Okay, keep it real, brother. She was into some dark arts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Yes, black brother. magic. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, and it was like she would like. Okay, she would joke around like a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay. Like before I became Muslim, I remember her like. When I was with this girl, I remember her saying these things, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, I'm a witch, you know? It's just like little joke. Like, oh, yeah. I'm thinking she's joking. Like, because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you see my teeth, my teeth are like, right, right, they're right. really sharp. Okay. So, me and my son, we would be playing around, and I would tell my son, like, you know, I'm, we'd be watching a scary movie or something, yeah. and I would tell my son, like, uh, I'd be like, ah, I'm a vampire, you know? Yeah. I would just scare him a little bit. Yeah. And he would be like, Dad, he's like, oh, how'd your teeth get like that? And I told him, like, I'm a vampire. <laughs> okay. But he's just a kid. I'm yeah, just I'm something. just joking around yeah, with him, yeah. right? And she's like, you know, she's telling my son, too, like, my son Mustafa, you met him. You're Mustafa, absolutely. Yeah, Mustafa. So she's telling him, like, um, she's like, yeah, and I'm a witch, you know? She's, like, making all these jokes. But, like, we're thinking that they're jokes. They're jokes. But she's, she's not joking, right? So... So how did you confirm like she was not playing around and she was really with Once I became Muslim, I started finding out about this stuff, okay? okay. I started studying about the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I started learning about, um, I started learning about the Quran. I started learning about um, certain surahs in the Quran Mm -hmm. and what, what, when they were revealed, why they were revealed, right. what their benefit was, okay. what they protected you from. Inshallah. And the first surah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabba Azawajal, taught me mm-hmm. was Surah Al-Ikhlas. Allahu Akbar. Okay? Allahu Akbar. So, and then, direct, like, immediately after that, it was Surah Al-Falaq. Al-Falaq. It's just, yeah. I heard it one day, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was listening to it on YouTube, yeah. right? Because I was like, let me... Let me like, cause I knew I was like I knew I wanted to get serious about Islam, okay. because I'm like, just everything that I was going through just wasn't right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it was just this this, this void in, in my heart. heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In my soul as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was mental, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. It was just a void that I could not fill. No matter how much money I obtained. Yeah. No matter yeah, how is- you know what I mean. It, and the reality. It, yes, Aki, and it just, it just it got out of hand to the point where I was just like, you know what I'm saying? I I knew I had Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, so I just turned to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, you know, and um, slowly but surely, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala was showing me little signs um, from her and her family because, see, this is the thing. It's it's not just her, okay. Her mother, mm. okay, practices. Oh, yeah. So yeah. her mother may have taught her too. Absolutely. Oh, my okay. God. This then, is silsila. Listen to this. Of sihr, brother. Of, yeah, listen to this. Okay. Okay, listen to this. And not only her mother, but her grandmother. La hawla wa la quwata ila bilahi Yeah. So, yeah, and it just, it goes back, I guess, generations that these so, people. So, so did you see anything with her, like, in terms of practice, signs or symbols on the wall or things that she used to have? or? Yeah, like, 
but I didn't have the knowledge the of knowledge it. At the time. I was blind. I but mean, but like, you knew something was uh, something was up. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I did, but I didn't know the harm of it. Okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like, like, you know, like Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, like, you know, their eyes, they have eyes, like. Well, I can't really quote the Quran like that because yeah, I'm still yeah. learning. Mashallah, you can Allah. paraphrase. But what, I, what I'm trying to say is like, you know, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says there's a veil on their hearts. Mm -hmm. You know, there is a disease in their hearts, yeah. and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala increases them mm. in their disease, yeah. right? Yeah. So at that time, around this time, like before I became Muslim, you know, um, marad, Allahu marada. Absolutely. That's what he says. So in their heart is it's, it's disease, yeah. illness. And, but he increases it because of themselves, not right. because of, right. know, he's not arbitrarily misguiding people. Right. Allah, he uh, increases their disease because they themselves are thinking with a disease uh, sort of uh, way of thinking. And their heart and their intentions are a, a ill a ill sort of, they have ill will Absolutely. towards people. Absolutely. So they don't want good, right? So mm -hmm. then Allah, he allows them. To increase in their sickness. Absolutely, and I I, I forgot to mention too. I kind of jumped around a little bit before I before I started um, before I took that initial step and okay. and got into Islam. I had started to look into uh, Jehovah's Witness, okay. right? Because I was studying the Bible pretty heavy when I had mm. got in trouble. But it just what the more and more I read it, it just wasn't. You it's know, just adding it's, up. It's like so I'll be reading and then it will feel like it was some truth and then it will just all of a sudden just go left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, this isn't right. So then my sister, she was a Jehovah Witness. So I tried that and that didn't work. And then ultimately I came to Islam. Mm -hmm. But once I once I came to Islam, then I started realizing like, I'm like, okay, this, this girl who I'm with, she's like, she's practicing, you know, like this stuff. And I felt like, only because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be ithni la tabarakallah ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed it to affect me but I, I feel like it began to um, affect me right mm -hmm. and then like once I started learning about Islam and I started studying and, and I started practicing and praying my salah and learning how to recite the Quran yeah. and I could feel Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like protecting me mm, almost you know what I mean yeah it was like I could feel this hedge of protection mm. around me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then not only that, I started to notice, realize things that you didn't realize before. Before, like it was like it was yep. like the veil, the veil that was on my heart. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala removed it. Subhanallah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the veil that was on my ears, Kim. it was removed. Subhanallah. On my eyes, it was removed. It was like it was a blindfold just removed. Mm. You know, it's like Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave me a whole new set of eyes. This is what it's called, Subhanallah. You know, Basira. Yes. Yes, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is is Al Basir. Yeah, you know He's the All Seeing. He's He's As Samai. He's the All Hearing. He's Al Alim. He's All Knowing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So everything that I was going through, He's seen it. He heard it, and He knew. You know what I mean? And Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alamin, He allowed me to um, see, begin to see these things that I was unable to see before. before. Okay. So, so how did you move from that situation, like from this woman? <sighs> okay. Because because there's a lot of Actually, practicing brothers who do who are in situations where they're still with baby mamas or 
Yeah. Well, baby mama's kind of tough too. I had a I ended up having a child with her as well. Okay. Too. Okay. okay. So I have a three year old daughter with her. Well, my daughter will be three. Okay. Um, in January she'll be three. And Alhamdulillah, I mean, I had her praying with me and all that stuff. But then, like, once I moved out of the house, yeah. then, of course, now she's, you know, mm. she's there. Yeah, so, yeah, tough. you know, I have to pray for her, make dua for her, you know, yeah. for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide her. Allahumma um, But how I got out of the situation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he removed me from the situation. <laughs> like, okay, I'll give you a perfect example. Do you know um, Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam? Yes, yes. Okay, do you know when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him to bring Hajar yes. and, and his son yes. to to um, already already Allah Taala and her by the way yeah. um, when he when salam we will say for her as well yes okay so he commanded Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam to to bring her um, and her son and her son to where the um, the Zamzam is now yes. right so I had to do something similar I, I just compare it to that because it's kind of similar to that yeah. but it's I mean it's you know, it's the new age, so okay, it's, okay. it's totally different. But, yeah, I had to kind of just, like, leave my daughter like that. Like, not leave her, but, you know, um, the situation was just, it was it was getting out of hand. Yeah, nah. You know, um, the, the more I became, the more that I began to practice Islam and the closer I got to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because her, her mother, and her mom, they had, like, this really big house, mm -hmm. right? Okay. And it was, like, a, a duplex unit. Okay. So sure. so she lives on one floor, and then the grandma lives on one floor, and then the mom lives on one floor. And then, like, um, you know, I'm praying Qiyam late at night, you know what I mean? And, like, I'm pretty sure it's aggravating them. You know what I mean? And I went downstairs in the basement one day. I'm just, I'm just, I started seeing all this stuff, right? I'll give you an example. Yeah. Okay. So they have this altar. I go downstairs one day. I see oh, this. Yeah. Okay. I see this altar, right? And well, it's this like. This is like from the movies, bro. Yeah, bro. So there's like, there's like, <laughs> there's like these idols, but like, there's like, they're like voodoo dolls. Have you ever seen? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. voodoo dolls. Okay, yeah. so yeah, they, they have these things like, just I've never seen them before, before mm. this. And I was with this girl for years. But when I started practicing Islam, I started like seeing this stuff. SubhanAllah. And I'm like, SubhanAllah, you will be humdi. Like, yeah. it was just like laying around in the bathroom. When I went in the bathroom one day, I seen one in there. Okay. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, this is kind of weird. So then I go downstairs one day, and my son is with me. We go downstairs to watch some clothes we went to go yeah, do some laundry yeah. and i see this altar and it's got like all these candles on it and it's got like all this stuff on it it's got like money like change and like dollar bills and hey. stuff with like candles on top of it but the candles are like the wax is melted over the money and then it's got like these little idols all around it and then they had a picture of malcolm x May Allah have mercy on his soul. Yeah, yeah. Rahimullah. And <clears throat> it was it was a big um, framed picture of him. And it was turned upside down. Yeah. Right? And then they had like this I don't know if it was like a ritual that they did or something. Yeah. I don't know what it Calling was. Calling on our ancestors. Yeah, probably it was, one of those people. It was just weird. It was oh, weird, Aki. Okay. And um, 
it just it rubbed me the wrong way. So I was like, okay, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. But at the time, I had stopped. I had kind of stopped doing what I was doing. Yeah. So I was I had got all the way away from the, the life that I was living. Right. So I really didn't have the 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 finances that I had before, oh. and it wasn't it wasn't that easy for me to just, just like leave because I didn't really have Anywhere that many to places go. to go. Um. Um, a lot of the friends that I thought that I had, friends that mm. I thought I had, and, um, you know, a lot of the, the people who were in my life, you know, um, prior to, you know, my journey to Islam, they kind of faded to black, of course, yeah, you know, because I wasn't doing any of that stuff yeah, anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I kind of had to tough it out for a little bit, and um, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, after a while... Um, I was talking to my brother, and he had a place. I had I had actually helped him get this place um, quite a while ago, like about a year, about a year and a half prior to this. Yeah. I had, uh, you know, just assisted him a little bit and helped him out, and he ended up getting this place that he was trying to get. And he was getting ready to move out of there, but his lease still was valid. Okay. So um, eventually, th- uh, I was still, because, I, you know, I used to do music and stuff, too. Okay. You know, so eventually, <laughs> well, like this, this is just all of the starter packs for everybody <laughs> know, on the right? streets. Yeah. <laughs> it's Southern California. Yeah, <laughs> gang member st- yeah. music. Nice to play the guitar, all of that. Bro. Oh my yeah. god! Okay, hey, yeah. keep going. So, um, a lot of crazy stuff happened. Took place. Um, so did you end up moving in with your brother? Or? I ended up moving in with my brother. Okay. Um. And him, him and his girl, they had got a place. So he was like, you know, I bought my son with me, and, and he was like, because my son that I had was not by her. Okay. It was from okay. a previous, previous relationship. Okay. So um, he was just like, bro, just go ahead. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you could just go ahead, and you and you and my nephew can just keep this place. Right, right. And I have eventually went over there to just do some music with him, but then I ended up ended up staying there. Okay. You know what I mean? Um. And he told me I could just have the place, you know what I mean? So it didn't, I ended up, you know, having it. It was, you know, a little one-bedroom apartment. It was cool. But it was, you know, some space for me to get away from that yeah, situation. Yeah. And alhamdulillah, um, I had, a, you know, enough enough room for me and my son to pray, you know, to do everything that we needed to do. And, okay. um, yeah, that was that was that. You know what I mean? There's, I just kind of, I kind of skipped over a lot of things to kind of. I know, yeah. I kind of tried to sum it up and it's, make it's, it. It's probably been a while since you've actually had to lay out this whole story like that. Yeah, so and it's a really, really it's long, a long, story. long story. It's a really long right, story. Right. So there's a lot of stuff I kind of skimped over just to yeah, kind of. I don't know. Sum probably, it up. probably we, we may we may have to do maybe a part two. Yeah, well, that's that is some wild uh, stuff. Subhanallah. Yes, yeah, yeah, we're we're happy that Allah has guided you from it. Alhamdulillah. And may Allah keep you steadfast on the truth. I mean. So the next question I have is, what was your experience with the Muslim community now that you are practicing? So there's now you're practicing, now you're the Muslim community, right? Yeah. So and then you're African American, right? Absolutely. Okay. So yeah. now you're going into places and venues where it's mixed, yeah. And you have many different ethnicities that you're meeting, yeah. Um, that came to this country. So what's your experience like? Is it good? Is it bad? What are some things that you saw and you were kind of like, hmm, you know? And then just uh, tell us a little bit about that. Um, okay. Overall, how was Over- your experience? Overall, it was it was excellent. It was it was an excellent experience. Sure. Um, you know, see, with every with you know with every I don't care what race you are, what what culture you are, yeah. um, what religion you are. There's gonna be 
you know, there's going to be good people. Yeah. And there's going to be people who aren't so good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> You've been a little political correct there. Huh? Aren't so good. Yeah. Well, they bad people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't want to, I don't like calling people bad Let people. Let me do it, brother. They are bad people. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie, bro. I've, I've <laughs> my past, I've been one of the worst no, no, of people. No. You know what I'm saying? You know, the, 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 the beautiful thing, too, about um, going through trials and tribulations before is that after you're guided, it humbles you. Yeah. Yeah, alhamdulillah, and yeah. even the way, you know, you start to look at other people and then you're like, uh, you know, I, was, I was so, bro, I was so prideful and arrogant, bro, oh, like before yeah. Islam, you know what I mean? Oh, may Allah swan ta'ala forgive me. So, so now I mean, your experience. Talk, so, tell so okay, so my experience with the Muslim community was a, it was a very good experience when I, like I told you, when I first um, came to the masjid, I took shahada, they welcomed me with open arms. They fed me, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They, man, they took care of me. Um, they clothed me. Um, and there's, you know, there's been some, there's been some unfortunate times too. Um, but alhamdulillah, there's, you know, for the, for the overall, for the overall, you know, experience of it, I will have to say that the Muslim community positive. treated me, they treated me very good. Okay. Um, a lot of times when I didn't have, the the Ummah's been good to me, Akhi. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. When, I didn't have any, when I didn't have anywhere to go, they were there for me as well. Um, be, I didn't even tell you, before I moved into my brother's place, um, I had a mentor. Um, he was actually, uh, he was um, Caucasian American Muslim, okay. I should say. And um, him and his wife, they let me come stay with them. I stayed with them for about three weeks. Mm. That's actually how I got my name, oh. Ali. Okay. Ali. His wife, she's Somali though. Okay. Okay. So um, he's he's a Caucasian American Muslim. She's African, you know, yeah, Somali, Somali African. Okay. She's straight from Somali, okay. you know. So she's the one who named. She gave me the name Ali. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she named my son Mustafa, by the way, as well. Yeah. So that name, the name Ali, it did not come from me. Mm. It came from her. Okay. Um, and the name for my son came from her as well. Oh, Mustafa. You know. So, yeah, I, I would have to say the, overall the Muslim community treated they treated me excellent. Very good experience overall. Um, like I said, the Ummah's been good to me. Um, you know, people. You know, a lot of a lot of the Muslim brothers have they've given me reading material when I've needed it. Gave me good advice. Um, you did know. you did you ever experience like whole communities or even majority of a community that just mistreated you? Or I mean, there's been looks. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I would come to because because of how I carried myself yeah. before. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't always, you know, I didn't know how to dress. I wasn't mm. practicing the sunnah of yeah, the yeah. messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So. Um, before I began to, you know, practice the sunnah, I was just, I was trying. Yeah. I was just doing my best. I was just doing what you I just, knew. Okay. You know what I mean? With the knowledge that I had, yeah. the little bit of knowledge that I had. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I would say when, when I was at that stage, um, I didn't have the etiquette of the masjid. You know what okay. I'm saying? I didn't know, like, when you come in the masjid, you got to pray two rakah. Like, okay. there were things that I didn't know. Mm. So of course it would raise eyebrows, you know what true, I'm saying? True. Like, okay, w- me and you were in the masjid right now, and someone came in there and like, you know, they didn't have the just sat down. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And they didn't have the etiquettes of the masjid. Then w- we would kind of be looking at them like, 
it'll but we be, might be, be a little awkward. We might, we might, you know, I might say something like, you know, does this, this brother know that he's supposed to, you know, yeah. or somebody go inform him or yeah. something like that. And then the person might take it the wrong way. Uh, you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay. Now I've, I've been that person on the other <laughs> side of that before yeah. the person who's taking it the wrong way yeah. when, you know, another, uh, a fellow Muslim is just trying to give you advice. Now, now this, this you know is the I thing mean? too. Um, a lot of the times these are experiences mm-hmm. that, people would attribute just um, just grossly to racism. Okay. Uh, like, oh, this guy's angry, not because I'm not following the sunnah, but because he's racist. You see what I'm saying? This is where people will go. Like, they'll be like, oh, well, he's talking to me like this. He's advising me like this. Not because, um, you know, you know, he, he sees what I'm doing was kind of appalling, but because he's racist. And I think I would, that, that people sometimes go a little too far with those sort of interpretations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so um, I mean, what is your overall question? Uh, so, again? you know, it's, it's, it's not a question. It's, it's, just, just, a statement. A, it's just an observation. Yeah, yeah. and I, I agree with you on that. Um, and there can be, I mean, we don't know what's in the next person's heart. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? <clears throat> but people can kind of be, you know, a little bit... Um, Aggressive or harsh sometimes. Yeah, and it can seem racist. Um it's, but it's tribal behavior. It's that's all it is. Yeah. It's just it's tribal behavior. Just yeah. you know what I mean. And it, it's it's within all communities. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So, I my advice to someone who is practicing Muslim or Muslima, whether they're you know African American, um, if if they feel that you know they're being treated in that type of manner. Don't automatically take it that way. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of try to give the person the benefit of the doubt because it could just be your own suspicions. Yeah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, in some cases, suspicion is a sin. Yes. You know in, what I'm saying? In, uh, so some suspicion can be sinful. Yeah. Right? In some cases, yes. Some absolutely. Cases. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, um, we automatically, as human beings, you know, we're imperfect. So we automatically make assumptions. Right, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, when we see a person, like, looking at us a certain way, we're like, why is this, why oh, are you yeah, looking why are you at me this? like that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right, or right. if it's a female, she's like, what's she, you know, what's she looking at? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and I'm, I'm African-American, so I've been, well, I mean, I don't, I don't consider myself in that category anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm African-Muslim. Okay. You know I'm what I'm sure saying? Like, sure. yeah, you know, I was... We were all all African Americans, whether you want to admit it or not. We were, we're all Africans. We're all Africans. Yeah. Okay. We're the same as you know a person who's Somali or um, Aromo or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. Um, we were all brought to this country yeah. against our own will, anyways. Yeah. So except except for the Somalis, we came. Uh, I'm uh, talking about shows. the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, African American. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. None of Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Anybody who's African American who tries to say like. You know, I'm not African or anything. Like they're just lying to themselves. Right, right, right. You know, you're not American. And okay. I mean, I mean, you're American by force. Yeah, this, yeah, this, you know? the situation so. about, you know, identity, and it's yeah. been something. It's been kind of a confusing journey. Yeah. For even not for just uh, not just for Africans who are descendants of you know uh, such a horrendous experience like slavery. Yeah. But uh, I would like to say kidnapped Africans. Yeah. Right? So, absolutely. But. Um, for even just other ethnicities who come here, they really start to question what they are um, uh, during like the first and second generation of their children. Yeah. Right. So their children begins like, what are we? And I find that interesting because even when they're in that situation of questioning what they are, you know, that itself can even be a sign of a punishment because you'll find even when they are in those, you know, um, identity, uh, um, what, what do they call it? Um, 
crisis, identity crisis, crisis. Yeah, yes. yeah, identity yeah. crisis. Yeah, you'll find that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He says in the Quran, Surah Al-Hashr, He says, He says, "Wala tukunu kaladina nasulla fa'ansahum anfusahum." He says, "Do not be like those people who forgot Allah and He made them forget, forget themselves. themselves." Absolutely. So these are people who yeah. are like. What are we? Are we this? And you'll find this discussion with Somalis. Not even, not even in the realm of being. Not, not, not even in the realm of just being Somali American, Mm -hmm. but just what are Somalis? Right, right. And for people who've had this sort of, um, you know, tradition of thousands of years, right, to go and now question what you are because you learned something inside of the university or college, right, and you get yourself mixed up in all this race and ethnicity and social construct and things like that that you learn Mm -hmm. from, you know, Western um, sciences, Mm -hmm. right, and you believe in that so much. Because Absolutely. you don't believe as much as you used to in Allah, right. if you ever did, right? So right. then that becomes a source of even yeah. a punishment. Your brain has been washed. There you go. Yeah. So you, what I want to add to what I want to say to that is, if you just have tawakkul and you, you know what I'm saying, you have some yaqeen, mm. which Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is the only one who can give you that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So you have to put yourself on the back burner for a second mm. and put your your feelings and your emotions to the side Side. for a moment and just trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then everything he he'll show you who you are you know see because I I I was one of those people like you know um, and I guess a lot of people growing up in America you know um, African American Muslims and non-Muslims as well are a lot of a lot of us growing up are confused Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because we don't have knowledge Islam. of self. Yeah, oh, we, don't, we don't have, have the knowledge have of self. No, and knowledge of Allah, Azawajal. We don't have knowledge of Allah, Azawajal, because um, Christianity is being forced upon us mm-hmm. or, you know, that's like that's like the option that's there. Especially, like, when I was growing up, Islam was, it was like, it was known, but, like, you know, all we knew about Islam in the hood was Malcolm X. Nation of Islam. Nation of Islam. <laughs> Malcolm X. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And that scares people away from Islam yeah, too because yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, well, the Nation of Islam is the ones who killed him. You know? Mm. So it makes people kind of like skeptical about, about Islam. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Especially because in the African we uh, don't, American and, community. And, and especially in the African American community because we don't know anything about the Messenger. We don't know anything about the Messenger. So once I began to um, learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger alayhi salatu wa salam then that's when things started you know my journey in Islam you know the sun started shining on me a little bit there so so beautiful that you got to that point because this is a wonderful segue now get to our next segment which is seeking knowledge Okay. What made you say like what was that point that I was like man I gotta start learning this 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 ain't it this ain't it what made me start just, I guess, getting on my dean and what made me, be, be, made me become a student of knowledge, mm-hmm. because that's all I am and that's all I ever be is a student of may knowledge. May increase you in knowledge and all of this. I mean, I mean, Allahumma, I mean, um, was the 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 her situation. Um, <laughs> you like how I said that? Anybody's. You like how I said that? <laughs> the sitter situation. <laughs> so, mashallah, tabarakallah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I had to. I had to start learning how to defend myself, mm. Aki. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Dark arts. Yeah. Know, this is the unseen. This yeah. is the, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so 
you know, they're doing all these spells and these incantations and these hexes and these curses and these and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to, I had to, hey, I had to put my hands up and defend myself, you know, in the name yeah. of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah. and his messenger. And Allah can be the only person that can help you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was definitely my yeah. only helper. Yeah. And, and he says in the Quran, they will not be able to harm. He's talking about the Sahir. They will yes, not be able to yes. harm anyone except if Allah wills. Be in the law, yes. Right, so yeah. yeah. So yeah, I had to I you know, I had to I had to take the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and, and yeah, I had to learn how to defend myself with the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. Yes, yes. And um what I guess what made me to answer your question, um what made me, you know, take that journey of of knowledge, seeking knowledge, was my lack of knowledge. Okay. Um you know, growing up, we think we know everything. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And when I discovered Islam, like when I started like studying and like I started reading these Islamic study books and yeah. I started studying and learning about the Messenger, Salatu Wasalam, and I started learning about the Sahaba, Radiallahu Ta'ala Anhum. And I'm like, I'm like, everything I thought I knew. I don't know anything. You don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I'm wiping. I'm sitting here wiping myself with my right hand, eating with the same hand. Like, I don't even, bro, you don't even know how to t take care of yourself. Mm. Like, you know, you think you're Properly. the, you think you're the cleanest person. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah. You know, until you until you come to Islam and learn how to properly groom yourself and uh, to clean yourself. It teaches you how to be a human being. It civilized. teaches you how to be a civilized human being. It's, and it's the complete code of life. Mm. That's what I want to say about it. And The last question I have for you is, <clears throat> I know this is an interesting podcast. Many people want to know more about you. Next time you guys see this brother, his name is Abu Mustafa Ali Muhammad. So Masha give him Allah. salams and welcome Masha him. Allah. He's our brother. May Allah um, bless him. Well, our next situation, our next question is, uh, what made you fall in love with the Messenger of Allah? Alayhi salatu Everything. Mm. Everything. You know, what, what didn't make me fall in love with him is probably a better question. Because it's like, you know, as soon as I, as soon as I started to look into... Um, well, f first and foremost, um, when when my mentor she named me Ali, mm -hmm. right? So I began to do some research about Ali, ready Allah Taala and who, and I started to learn about him and who he was, and of course I I had interest in the Messenger, like Salatu Wasalam, and I started to learn about him. And then I just kind of started learning about all of them a little bit. And then I, l I learned about how they all looked up to the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And, uh, you know, I learned about how, uh, uh, the more I read the Quran, I learned about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised his mention, you know mm. what I'm saying? And, like, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructed us, you know what I'm saying, to, to follow, to follow in his footsteps. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, um... So I, you know, I I trust Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So I know yeah. if Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is telling me to do this, I know it's good for me. Sorry, you know, sorry. I know it's khair in it. Sorry. So, um, I started studying about the Messenger Alayhi Salatu Wasalam. Oh, um, and the more I started studying, like his life and times, and you know, I got the um, the sealed nectar. I started reading that, and um, of course, I had the Quran, and I had the Quran and the sealed nectar. They were like. It was like my ID and my social security card. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah. I, I always kept it with me no matter what. Mashallah. And um, the more I learned about him, alayhi salatu wasalam, oh, sorry, um, my heart just, 
I just he just melted my heart. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The the type of person that he was, um, the type of father that he was, the type of husband that he was, the type of leader that he was. Uh, he's just a he's my hero. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And um, <clears throat> you know, just just everything about him, everything about him, Maki, you know, um, saved my life. Um, I lost a lot of people. Um, my brother, one of my brothers, had got killed. Um, 2019. Mm. Um, that's another thing that you know um, made me start getting a little more serious about my dean. Um, I, I had to watch him. Watch. I watched him go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and um, and then not too long after that, that happened. You know, February of 2019. Yeah. And then in August, August 15th of 2019, uh, another one of my brothers got shot in the head and he got put in a wheelchair. Yeah. You met him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Umar. Yeah. Okay, mashallah. And um, that that definitely made me um, in, get intense with my studying as mm. well too, and it made me you know, and I started praying sunnah. I started following the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Not only was I practicing Islam, but I'm like now I'm finna, I'm gonna start following yeah, the sunnah. Start, yes, yes. And um, yeah, when when that happened, you know, to my brothers, um, I started learning about. The year of grief mm. with the messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam. Yeah, um, I actually was trying to prepare myself to like be strong when I we had this conversation because I didn't want to, you know, like shed tears or whatever. But yeah. alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthened me. Um, but yeah, the year of grief, like 2019, that was that was the year of grief for me for in you. my life. Okay. And um, the messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam, I I seen like. You know, when I studied, I, I the pain that he felt, I, yeah. I felt that pain. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I started learning about him when, when he went to Taif, mm. and I, I was reading about it, and it was just like, it, just, it made me cry, bro. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Like how he was being treated by not yeah, just yeah. the people, the kids, the, the children, kids, the children. You the, know what I mean? The bums. Yeah, bums. you know what I mean. So just, just everything that he endured. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like. I just admired him. I just yeah. admired him so much. I never had a positive role model like that in my life. Like I said, I've always looked up to either drug dealers or pimps or, or movie stars yeah. or yeah. rappers. Yeah. That's what I looked up to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And many, many of our young brothers and sisters do too, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Or, or sports um, yeah. athletes. Athletes. You know what I'm saying? So, or whether it's a boxer or a, a baseball player or whatever the yeah. case may be, but like I had never met someone who was like a upright, you know, a, a, you know, um, someone who had that much integrity. You mm. know what I mean? And that much, he was just so brave, and he had so much integrity, and he had like, you know what I mean? He's like just perfect. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The perfect role model for us. Now I see why you know he was chosen by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You know what I mean? Alayhi salatu wa salam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send blessings I mean, upon I him mean, and his and companions and his family and household. Says, Allah, I mean, I mean. says in the Quran, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمَ الْآخِرِ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا Allah oh, says Allah. in the Quran, and we have made in the persons of the Messenger of Allah a perfect, a good, a moderate example for you to follow. For whoever fears Allah and is hopeful in the hereafter. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And who is in constant remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? 
So many of us won't be able to understand this. But Allah, He um, He leaves this kind of like code syntax. But for people who get to this journey, they understand. Yeah. So those who know, know. Absolutely. Those who know, know. Absolutely. And this is just the, the Messenger of Allah, like you say, He's the best father you can have. Yeah. The best uh, brother you can have, the best son, in, the best son-in-law you can have, the mm -hmm. best, you know, father-in-law you can have, the best warrior, leader, warrior you can All have, that. the yeah. best general you can have, the yeah. best statements, statesman, yeah. the best judge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. the best arbitrator. Mm -hmm. The you know the best, the best mediator. Yeah, mediator. You know so like, All this, like everything, what, everything like, that you could possibly want to study to improve yeah. yourself. Yeah, it's in the persons of Rasulullah. Can I share something with you, just Go really ahead, quick? Brother. Okay, everything that I learned, that everything that I knew, that I thought I knew, and that I learned. Yeah. When I, well, like I said, once I found out about Islam and I found out about the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and 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 his Sunnah. Yeah. I realized that what I thought that I knew, I didn't know anything. Nothing. Yeah. Right. So I had to erase everything that I <laughs> that I knew that I learned and learn everything all mm. over again. Right. Like I had to change the way I eat. Change the way I sleep, mm. change the way I think, change the way I walk, change the way I talk, change the way I dress, everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like now, now when I'm when I'm doing the things that I'm doing, the day-to-day the -day things, the way even when the way I woke up, the way I wake up is different. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now that you know yeah. what I'm saying? Now yeah. that I follow the son of the messenger, go to the bathroom, go to sleep, wake up. Walk hygiene is, is something different. The way I eat, what I say before I eat, what I say after I Love. eat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just everything the way that I treat my mother, mm. the way that I treat my sister, my family, my children, everything, yeah. Akhi, yeah. you know what I mean? The way that I handle my business and make my money now is just everything is totally different. And if it wasn't for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger, yeah. I don't know where I would be. Yeah, you know, subhanAllah, you know? this is really what it is, you know. With, yeah, following the footsteps of the Prophet ﷺ will make you, I mean, you have no choice at that point but yeah. to live for Allah. That's it. Yeah, you absolutely. live for Him. You die for Him. Yeah. You work for Him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is something that I always encourage other Muslims to do. Learn about the Prophet's life. His seerah is key. Yeah, so if absolutely. you want a strong relationship with Allah and a better and stronger relationship with the Messenger of Allah, I always encourage brothers and sisters to do is to just read the seerah. And mm -hmm. alhamdulillah, we're reading the seerah every Friday now. So, you know, to establish that relationship. I know with me, I read the seerah all the way up to the point where after the battle of, of Hunayn, and that just... Ugh, yeah, I, I seen just, that day when we were in class. Yeah. yeah, I seen you. I was like, yeah, I'm saying, man, I had to it's, catch a tear. I was like, it's, ah. it's, these are, this is a real experience. Yeah, and absolutely. once you taste this sweetness, yeah. you don't want to go back. No. The way I was living, I don't want to live that way anymore. Absolutely right? not. And no. then at that point, you give yourself to Allah. Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, وَمَنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَشْرِي Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, and from the people are those who sell themselves for the sake of Allah as a People they sell themselves for so many different things. They sell themselves for money, yep. for women, for fame, yep. for notoriety, for um, you know what I'm saying, for record deals. They sell themselves for so many things. Mm -hmm. But Allah said, from the people are those who sell themselves for the sake of Allah. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And w that is the best um, um, trade that you can have. Allah the Messenger of Allah he said, Allah. Mm. He says the 
the the the transaction that you have with Allah is priceless. It's priceless. It the is. transaction that you have with Allah is Jannah. Right? Yes, absolutely. When you make that oath to obey Allah and His Messenger, yeah. There's no other reward that Allah will give you except Jannah. And there's nothing better than Allah. That, you know? Allah so, so, brother, what would you like to end off in advice for the people who are listening and for people who may be in the situation right now? They may be in the situation that you were once in. Um, my my best advice to give them would be to um, definitely. Um, whatever type of life that you're living right now, you know, whatever you think, whatever type of, um, you know, stardom or fame or, you know, uh, whatever type of materialistic gain that you are out, that you're looking that you're for, seeking, that you're yeah. seeking, don't waste your time. It's not worth it. Don't waste your time because it's it's a mirage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Illusion. Uh, it's an illusion. It's an illusion. And, um, you know, it's not going to lead you anywhere but to the hellfire. And before that, it's going to lead you to a bad death. Misery. You know, mm-hmm. miserable, a miserable life. Um, and it may all seem good and like glitz and glamour right now. But, you know, that's an illusion as well. Um, you know, you're going to wake up, you know, in prison somewhere possibly for the rest of your life not not knowing like where you went wrong at or you know you're going to you're going to end up losing your life and end up having a bad death mm-hmm. and you know after that it's going to it's going to just get worse because yeah. you know um I can I I just sum it up like this you know I've had a lot of money I've had a lot of cars a lot of jewelry a lot of women, just a lot of different, a lot of different things, and materialistic things that a lot of people are looking for, yeah. and um, you know, none of it, none of it felt the void that I had in my heart mm. and that that space that I that I that I had in my heart that I was that I was searching for, yeah. and and you know, I don't care who you are, male, female, white, black, yellow, brown, orange, pink, whatever, whatever religion you might be. You will not be able to fill that void with, that is within your heart and within your soul, except with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and His Messenger. Yeah. And I can I can guarantee you that because I hopped around from religion to religion. I've been from neighborhood to neighborhood. I've gotten you know money in all different types of ways. Yeah, and, you know, may Allah Subhanahu wa Taala forgive me Amen. and forgive us all. But um, none of none of it felt the void that I had in my heart and in my soul and, until I came to Islam. I didn't, I didn't feel complete. Until you know, I submitted myself to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and His Messenger, Alayhi Salatu Wasalam. Subhanallah, and you know, really, this is our message in every single podcast: is we live for Allah, we die for Him. Yes. You know, and we and we want to um, sacrifice uh, ourselves for Him and for this work, for this Deen here Absolutely. to raise the kalima of La Ilaha Illallah and Uliya, whatever it is, Inshallah. Yes. And you know, we only want good, and for everyone to start to strengthen their relationships with Allah and yes. to practice the deen. You know, and whatever you were doing in your life before, um, Allah will forgive you. Um, there's redemption. Absolutely. Right. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will make for you a path of 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 retribution or, or I should say uh, forgiveness, a path a path of redemption, mm-hmm. a path of love towards him and his messenger of Allah. Can and, I add one more messenger. thing? Yes. Um, also, whenever, whatever, <clears throat> whatever you think that you are going to lose, or whatever you think that you're giving up, 
um, because there's a lot of things that people don't want to give up, whether it's habits mm. or the lifestyle that you're living and all that stuff. And I just want to say I'm I'm a person who, you know, by his mercy, I was able to give up these things. I yeah. was able to give up all my bad habits. I was able to get well, m- majority of them, you yeah. know, um, and I was able to to give up this lifestyle that I was living. And really, you you think that you have everything. You don't. But you don't have nothing. If you don't have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger, alayhi salatu wa salam, you don't have anything. And then Allah will replace. And, and and absolutely, that's what I was getting to. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whatever, whatever you sacrifice for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger, alayhi salatu wa salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbu azza wa jal, will replace it with something much, much, much better. better. Mm. You know, now I'm... I'm I'm going to Islamic University with this fine brother here, mashallah, <laughs> tabarakallah, <laughs> and uh, I'm studying, you know, all different types of subjects of Islamic study, and also um, I'm, I'm did cupping. Um, I got my certificate in cupping. Alhamdulillah, rabbil alamin. The brother does cupping, by the way. And yes. You guys want? To, um, uh, we'll give you guys his his details on the bottom of the screen as well. Inshallah. inshallah. And absolutely, um, also, I'm studying at Iman Academy um, with some renowned, pretty renowned scholars. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's well, just alhamdulillah, you know, this alhamdulillah. is... Alhamdulillah. I mean, I can't, I, can't, I can't top that off. Really, that's, that's, that's all it is. Jazakallah khair, akhi kareem. And, uh, yeah, you know, may Allah make it easy for all of us and, and um, make our path easy and, and make us steadfast on the truth. Ameen. Wherever Allah, it is. Ameen. And um, make us people that are not, you know, tempted by the whims and the temptations the and desires. the tricks and desires of shaitan. Absolutely. And, you know, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reunite us all in Jannah to the Firdaus. And to accept us without any sort of um, hisab on the Day of Judgment. And we just go straight to Jannah. No accounting, no judgment. No May Allah make us from those people. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Subhanakallahumma. 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 Subhanakallahumma.